Monday, October 26, 2020. We are eight days from the election, from the day that will decide the fate of humanity. Eight freaking days, people. Here we go. All right, I normally don't do direct messages on Mondays and Fridays. However, I'm doing a mini one right now. Then we're going to do our regular shows Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then we're going to do another one on Friday because obviously this week is going to be, as I like to say, bananas. It's going to be ultra bananas this week, obviously. Uh, and then I can only imagine what's going to happen into the weekend and Monday and Tuesday. And then once the election results aren't accepted, then, you know, the next couple of years and all that. But we'll, one thing at a time, let's just deal with today as it is. So I'm doing just a quick show today where I'm just going to show you two clips uh, that the mainstream media won't show you. You are obviously not going to see these on CNN. You're not going to see them on ABC, NBC, CBS, or anywhere else. But these are on fire online. And when I talk about the reality war, the fact that whether you watch online stuff or mainstream stuff, and which online stuff and mainstream stuff you watch, you live in an actually different reality at this point than people who consume other things. Uh, I think that if you're watching this, your reality is somewhat similar to mine, and I think we've got a pretty decent grasp on reality over here. But, but even, even I'm gonna have my blind spots. But I thought that these two clips, which are so indicative of something that's happening right now that the mainstream won't talk about, were important to show. So this first clip that we're gonna to throw to, uh, this is uh, Joe Biden forgetting who he's running against. This is the most consequential, not because I'm running, but because who I'm running against. This is the most consequential election uh, in, a, in a long, long, long time. And the character of the country, in my view, is literally on the ballot. What kind of country we're gonna be? Four more years of George, uh, George, uh, he uh, is gonna find ourselves in a position where if uh, Trump gets elected, uh, we're going to be uh, we're going to be in a different world. And uh, and so. All right. Glibness and sarcasm and humor aside, um, I feel bad for the sign language lady, because what was she supposed to do in the middle of that? All right. That wasn't glibness aside. Um, this is seriously depressing. Joe Biden has obviously the early onset early stages of dementia, and not only is nobody saying anything about it, they're actively using him. And, and go back, rewind the clip for 20 seconds from now, and watch Jill Biden. She mouths Trump twice to him. She, she, this is elder abuse. I mean, she is abusing her husband and using him to attain power. That's what all of the DNC people are. That's what everyone who's supporting Joe Biden doing. They are, they are using this person who obviously is not capable, who has serious cognitive issues that it's miraculous. Yes, I know what a bunch of you are gonna say, especially if you're more mainstream media type people. You're gonna say, oh, but he, during the debates, he seems lucid, he seems cognizant. Yes, that's right, they put him somewhere for four days, they shut him down. I don't know if he's sleeping the entire time and then they, they have him snort some Adderall or God knows what they're doing. Something is not right and you only see it if you pay attention to the news online and, and for now our ability to trade clips on YouTube and Twitter and everywhere else, but who knows how much longer we'll have that ability. It's just, I thought it was important to show that because this isn't just like some little verbal gaffe. We all make verbal gaffes. I speak live to a camera all the time. I'm gonna screw up a word here and there. You're gonna screw up a date or get, you know, forget something, all of those things. Like all of that is totally legit. The man running for president literally could not remember the name of his opponent who happens to be the current president of the United States, okay? 
that is a problem, but you're not gonna see it on CNN and you're not gonna see it anywhere else. And, and I thought it was just worth just, there it is, there it's for you to decide. Don't even listen to anything I'm saying about it. D does that seem right to you, yes or no? I guess that's the real question. And then there was another clip going making the rounds this weekend, another one of Biden. And by the way, before I even play this one, I should say that's not to say Trump doesn't say some funny things and, and odd things and he has a strange way, you know, he starts talking, then he interrupts himself and then he kind of gets back and reverses him because he's doing a lot of stream of conscious stuff, um, which, you know, that, that's fine. I, Partly what I do here, right? Like I don't really write much down. I scribble down a few things before we start and then I just talk to you and sometimes you got a lot of thoughts in your head and you wanna to get to them and, and all that. And I find that also as an interviewer, that's actually kind of fun when you see a guest who's really off, off the cuff, who's really exploring the stuff with you because they're not going into pre-packaged things. But when you're truly off the cuff, you might be a little more prone to mistakes and things like that. that that's okay, right? You, or you might be a little more prone to to forgetting what you're saying. So there were times, one more thing, then I'll get to this Biden clip. There were times when I was on tour with uh, Jordan Peterson and I would moderate the Q&A at the end. So we do about 45 minutes of Q&A. This is after he's given an hour and a half lecture. We've traveled that day. He's done a ton of interviews, blah, blah, blah. And at the end, I'd be asking questions that were from the crowd usually. I'd pepper in some of my own questions. And he'd go on a long, long tangent on somebody else's question. And it's like 12 minutes later, and I'm trying to listen to him so that I can then, you know, twist it into some other place that might be interesting, right? Give it a little turn that might be interesting for the crowd. And then sometimes he would say, so what was the question? And I'd go, I'm not, I'm not even sure. And I'd have the audience yell it again because if you're actually trying to listen, you might, you might sort of... Forget some of this stuff. Okay, that's a total sidebar. This next clip, uh, this is just from the last couple of days. And uh, did Biden just admit something that we've all long suspected? Let's find out. Secondly, we're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. All right, so let me just repeat that for you. Uh, I'm gonna just cut that Obama part because that was a little sidebar there. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Now, I don't think he meant to say that. Obviously, I don't think he's admitting to a voting fraud organization. Maybe there is a voting fraud organization and maybe it has something to do with the DNC, but I don't even think he would know about that. But I'm not even going conspiracy level here. The point is that he said voter fraud organization and he didn't even know that he said it. He might have meant to say voter registration organization or some other thing like that, but it's the general confusion, the stammering, all of that stuff. It's something, it's not nothing. I, my grandma had dementia, and when I was doing stand-up in New York, I was usually working at night, so I had some of my days free, and for about a year, I went often several times a week to the doctor with her, to various doctors, actually, and I know what that's like, the confusion, the repetition, sometimes the anger, all of those things. I am not doing this, again, to be glib or, or nonsensical or whatever, but the point is, if your friends are voting for Biden, your family members are voting for Biden, and they don't see this stuff. Like the simple truth is you're voting for Kamala Harris or whatever the machine is behind her. And let's not forget just, you know, what was it, two weeks ago, Pelosi was talking about the 25th Amendment. I mean, that will be the plan to get rid of an incapacitated, incapacitated 
Joe Biden. Like that is that is it. This, if he wins, he's going to go in a bunker. They'll release statements every now and again and try to get him out there. You know, just in the the bare minimum, and then and then they'll just get rid of him. And and Jill Biden should be embarrassed, and and everyone behind this whole thing. Um, it's just it's just painful. Anyway, I had to show you those two things because otherwise they don't get see. They don't get seen by people. And then the reality war, as I'm always talking about, just gets ramped up even more. So maybe share that with somebody that, that's on the fence. And I don't know, they can, they can make their own decision. All right, people, we got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday shows this week. Then we're going to do a bonus show on Friday. We may even do stuff over the weekend because obviously a lot's going to happen this week. Get out there. As you can see, it's a little cool in Los Angeles today. I'm wearing a flannel for the first time in God knows how long. Uh, get out there, get some fresh air, take a walk, don't go crazy, more tomorrow.